On this week's episode of the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast. If you can get to a place where you're grateful every time you're going through a hard time, imagine how much nicer that experience would be just to go through it. Because you know that in the end, looking back, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but maybe six months from now, I'm going to say, wow, I'm so glad this didn't work. or I'm so glad this happened. Gratitude is definitely something that you've reminded me of. And even the situations where they were so hard to find any gratitude around, you you said, get grateful because the universe gave you a gift here. Welcome to the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast, bite-sized hacks for busy mamas who want to live their best life. My mission is to not only empower you to fuel your body, but also fuel your mind and your soul. I got you. I'm here to help you burn fat, increase energy, and confidence. All right. Welcome back to my next episode with my therapist, Netta Kardar. This is our part three of the three-part series. And my goodness, I have loved doing these. The first episode, we spoke about going back to your childhood as a way to heal and grow. Second episode, we spoke about attachment styles. And today we're going to be talking about the law of attraction and spirituality and really diving into how Netta has used this tool with me throughout our sessions. My goodness, seriously, you guys, this is candy for me. I can't even tell you how excited I am to chat this through with Netta. Again, I just want to um, introduce Netta before she comes on. She's a registered therapeutic counselor and mindset coach who is passionate about helping people heal and transform their lives. She works with clients to reframe limiting beliefs and negative self-talk, empowering them to live more fulfilled and extraordinary lives, no matter what their circumstances. So Netta, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me back. This has been really fun. <laughs> it's been really fun. And today is going to be a whole nother level of fun. I'm giddy about the law of attraction because I have used the law of attraction on and off my entire life. I know that it works, but you catch me in our sessions <laughs> and you catch me in some limiting beliefs and thoughts and words and you bring it back to the law of attraction and spirituality a lot. I love that. And I, I don't know if you want to talk about, because do you use this with all of your, your clients? <laughs> so this is what's so interesting about it. I don't use it with everyone. And it's more something that I kind of get grounded before every session. Like this is my own stuff that I do. I get grounded. I like do a little meditation. I put myself kind of in a space where I say, you know, work through me to help whoever is sitting in front of me for the best and for their highest well-being. And I just say that it's like a little prayer, I guess you can call it whatever you want to call it, but I do that and center myself. And then whatever comes out in the session, I feel like it's whatever, like with you, you like and are drawn to that law of attraction. And I love it too. So I'm more comfortable just letting that come out and it comes out intuitively in our sessions with someone else. It doesn't come out as law of attraction per se, but it'll come out as CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is kind of along the same lines of you catch your thoughts, you watch what you're thinking, you kind of um, reframe the thoughts a little bit to a more positive way that changes your feelings and that changes the outcome and what what you attract, which is pretty much the same thing as it law of attraction, really, but in a yeah. scientific, more 
analytical way. Yeah. So it so really clinical, depends on the client. Like clinical therapy with cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. that is what you're wanting to achieve is catching the thought. Yeah. And with law of attraction, you want to catch the thought to make sure that you are thinking and saying what it is you actually want to attract. Yeah. Like with you, if we would have started with just talking about CBT all the time, it might have not been as effective, right? You might not have connected with it as much. So we're using the same kind of techniques, but through law of attraction, because that's a language that's easier for you to mm-hmm. kind of like be excited about. And that's and, would- and you want it to be kind of something that you're drawn to. Absolutely. And and I, you know, I'll say it again. I've been working with therapists now since I was 17 years old. And you are the first one that I've really, really connected to and on such a big level. And I'll say that this tool that you use with me has been one of the reasons why. And so yeah. I'm really excited today because we're going to actually chat through some of the exact tools around law of attraction that Netta uses with me. Um, you know, I think the best place to start, Netta, is the decals on the wall. <laughs> right? I because, love those. Yeah, yeah, I love this. And this was a suggestion that you had for me. So basically you said, you know, hop onto Amazon. These will cost you maybe five, ten dollars each. They're very inexpensive. And these are powerful affirmations or mantras that um, you can put all over your house. So I put it in my office. I put actually on Shelby's mirror and also my mirror, things like you got this, Um, things like you are beautiful, Um, things like I'm looking at right now, wake up and be awesome. She said she could, so she did. I love that one. <laughs> I love that one. It's so powerful. So talk to me a little bit about these and, and how this is actually working and, and so con- the law of attraction. Yeah. So it's all about, if it's all about our thoughts and that that creates our reality and the people we attract and the life that we attract, if you're waking up and your first thought is, oh my God, I got to do this, or I have to pay this bill, or I have to go to work. And you're kind of in that lower vibration, the rest of your day kind of gets set off in that mode and attracts and the momentum is built for more of those things that don't feel good or aren't exciting to be attracted to. But the theory of it is if you wake up and the first thing you see, or when you're brushing your teeth on your mirror, even with lipstick, you can write, it doesn't even have to be a decal. Like you write, I am enough. I am abundant. When you write these things, you're seeing it, whether you're paying attention or not, you're kind of subliminally putting this affirmation in your brain to, to give you that little boost of confidence and that boost of just positivity. So it builds on that energy being attracted more and more. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about what what you do in the morning and how this can set you up for your day because a lot of us have the same patterns, right? We look at our phone and we go into um, basically putting out fires, you know? You wake up and right away you start Mm -hmm. draining yourself on an emotional level and then you wonder why the day feels so heavy or, you know, you're exhausted by the end of it. Mm-hmm. versus having these powerful affirmations that you're paying attention to, maybe followed up with some meditation, which we'll talk about in the, in a second. But what I love about these positive affirmations um, that also, you know, I actually tell our clients a lot to use um, post-it notes and have mm-hmm. post-it notes all over the house. So, uh, you know, you don't have to put lipstick or an actual decal on your mirror, but the post-it <laughs> notes are great. You can have them on the back of your phone somewhere where you're going to see it a lot 
Um, I also encourage our clients to put a post-it note on their bedside table. So as soon as they wake up, they're looking at that. And so it could be a positive affirmation, like progress over perfection is a big one in our community, but it also Mm -hmm. could be your why, your why for wanting to get fit and healthy. That's, you know, some of the things that we do, but what I like about this and how it works with the law of attraction is here. You've got this positive affirmation that's working to reprogram your brain. It's also giving you a way more positive outlook on your day, but it's also helping you envision the type of person that you want to be. Yeah. When I wake up and I see, um, she says she could, so she did. Yeah. Immediately. I'm thinking about that future me that I want to become. Yeah. It's like I'm working now subconsciously on becoming her um, just from seeing that positive affirmation. And and I've seen it firsthand work for me. Yeah. Even on my phone, my home screen is my puppy because it's easy for me to create love when I think of, of my dog, right? So it's the picture of him. And then it says everything is happening for my highest good. So it's constantly, every time I look at my phone, which is so many times we look at it, right? It's constantly in there that everything is happening for me. So even if it's a hard day, I know it's still at the end of the day happening for me for some reason to learn, to grow or something. <laughs> and, you know, I think we should actually talk about this because that's something that you have brought up a lot in our sessions because this year has been quite traumatic and there's been a lot of change. There's been a lot of uncertainty, but you keep saying things like, Simone, this is happening for your highest good. Look back at some of those hard things in your life and, you know, look at them now. How do they feel? So, you know, I look back at my first divorce. It was the hardest, hardest time of my life. And I thought I was going to die literally, but it was also the best blessing and and it, it really helped me grow and it helped me become a better mom. It helped me, um, to widen our community when, when I went online at the exact same time and I stopped working at the gym because I, I couldn't work at the gym and be a single mom at the same time. So there's all these things that came out of this very traumatizing time that absolutely were for my highest good. So you keep reminding me of that. And it actually helps me to relax a little bit and sit in the hard stuff. Yeah, that's so beautiful too. Cause if you can just sit through it and trust that, you know, here we can say, trust the universe has your back. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So just that. trusting that. And then the hard stuff, it gets almost to a point where you're, you if you can get to a place where you're grateful every time you're going through a hard time, imagine how much nicer that experience would be just to go through it. Because you know that in the end, looking back, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but maybe six months from now, I'm going to say, wow, I'm so glad this didn't work. or I'm so glad this happened. And you remind, you know, I'm really starting to remember now of all the things that have come about that, you know, I, I get to our session. I'd be like, okay, I can't wait to talk to Netta because something really bad happened. And I want to share this with her. And then you would bring it back and be, remind me of it. So an example was when I first started dating and there was this guy that I really liked. He was actually from my past. I knew him in high school and I was really excited about possibly dating him. And it, it he fully rejected me. Um, and you reminded me, well, rejection is protection and this is happening for your highest good. And you, I don't think you said it in those exact words, at the time, <laughs> but something along those lines. And that's what I took away from it. And it allowed me to walk away from 
that not feeling super upset um, and just knowing, hey, you know what? Someone better and someone more aligned with what I want is actually coming my way. Everything is happening for my highest good. It, It just helped me get through something that would normally be quite hard. Yeah. And then we use that to reframe your views of, I got rejected. And was it really, did you get rejected or could it have been a hundred other reasons why, but you jumped to the, I got rejected as your first go-to. So then we worked on reframing those thoughts. And because of him, you were able to kind of work on that part of yourself that needed healing still. So it's almost like he was brought into your experience for you to learn how to not go into this immediate, I got rejected mode. And it's funny because it has been quite a number of months since that experience. And it turns out that I fully did not get rejected. There were (laughs) a million other reasons that actually had to do with him that didn't um, give him the space and bandwidth for a relationship. So it's just so interesting how, you know, everything is happening for our highest good and to really trust the universe and let go. And so moving on, actually, I want to talk about a tool that you used with me along these same lines of trusting the universe and letting go. And, um, that is, uh, the tool where, where we sat and you got me to close my eyes and visualize me holding on to the thing that I wanted. So let's say it it was a guy holding on to a relationship and wanting it so badly and holding on, holding on, holding on. And then through this visualization, we let go and we fall back and we literally let go of it and trust that whatever outcome happens um, is going to be the right one, not be super attached to the outcome. And I think this, this is hard for me because I'm such a type A personality. I'm such a doer. So I expect that, you know, if I do, I'm going to get, (laughs) but I have to, what I've learned is I actually really have to let go of outcomes. Yeah. So these kinds of things will sound weird if someone's not in it doing it. So it's going to sound like, what What are they talking about? Yeah, let's talk to it. But it is, you know, visualizing and it was kind of like a visualizing guided kind of meditation tool where we had you get step into the feeling of what letting go of this thing that you were so grasping on, whatever it is, it could be anything. It could be a guy, it could be a uh, situation, it could be an object, whatever, and letting it go and feeling like you're kind of falling into this, like, I think we had said the sun and you got burnt up and everything that you thought is you, your body, even everything is disappearing now into this huge kind of like, like void, I guess. And from there, feeling what that feels like and letting go of that attachment. And it's a little deeper than that. And, you know, you we have to like go through it the was whole powerful. process. I went from needing mm-hmm. a specific outcome to completely letting go of it within a few minutes through this. Yeah. It was insane. Because it kind of made your brain go into a place of understanding that nothing is really yours and letting go of that attachment because even your body as you fell down into that sun kind of withered away right but still that your essence was there and that you're still okay and you can let go of things and it's you are still there at the end of the day and I think it was kind of like a click in your brain that oh, okay I, I got myself I don't need anything external for that validation that I'm looking for because when it's all gone I'm still there mm-hmm. wow that's so incredibly powerful and I you know it made me realize how many attachments I actually have you know physical emotional relationship based and so I've really 
through this time working with you, been working really hard on letting those go. And I feel like I'm not a hundred percent there, but I'm definitely better. Yeah. And we all have that. Like there's no one out there that I've ever met <laughs> that doesn't yeah. have an attachment to something that they're holding on to in order to not pay attention to the other, like the main issue of what's missing. Like people that are workaholics and, you know, all they do is just work, work, work. They might build an empire. Yeah. But they still are doing that from a place of kind of like wanting to fill something up to feel something. Right. And this is validation that I've succeeded because I built this or I like worked so hard at this and got this title. But at the end of the day, why are we, what is the motivation for everything that we do is to be seen and loved and kind of like accepted. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So I want to bring it back to some daily things um, that I do and that our listeners can also do that will help them attract what they want. Because at the end of the day, I think you're probably listening to this episode because you are interested in the law of attraction or you know that it works, but you know, you want to figure out how. So I think um, just to actually use what we just talked about before our next piece, having specific tools in place that will help you visualize um, your future are great, but at the same time, letting go of that outcome is going to be key, right? So let's talk through uh, something that you had me do, which was so much more than a vision board. So I do have a vision board and I look at it every day and I get excited about it. And I think that's one piece that is really important to talk about is you should feel, feel something when you yeah. look at your vision board. Yeah, you can't just look at a vision board and just be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. And think mm-hmm. it's going to work. If you don't have the feeling attached to it, the feeling is so much more important than anything that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I literally look at it and feel and know that it is going to happen. And I can't tell you guys, I've had vision boards throughout my life, pr- probably since my early twenties and everything that I've had on there has come to fruition. Mm-hmm. They are powerful. And a step above that is not just thinking it's going to happen, imagining it has happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. So imagining okay. it has happened, but then also not being super attached to the outcome yeah. and also feeling joy and love and love is the highest vibration when you're looking at this vision board. And so it's, it's, it comes down to, I think w- this is the piece that has been really interesting for me because I study a lot about the law of attraction, but it's about raising your frequency so that you can attract the things that you want. Because if you're feeling low and down and depressed about life and about where you are and you're focusing on where you are and being stuck, you you will actually never attract all the great things that you want because you're just not at the same frequency of those things. Yeah. Talk through that a bit more because I don't so, think- So this is the interesting part of that. So yeah. I have clients that might be, let's say, um, stuck on abundance, like financial abundance, right? Some are stuck on relationships and attracting the relationship they want. And what they want to do instinctively is to, let's just keep working on just the relationship or let's keep working on how to make more money or be abundant, right? But when you have a huge block on 
that one subject, whatever the subject is for you, and you want to pay and you want to start there and pay attention to that, it's kind of the hardest way to go about it. Whereas there's times like I'll, I think I've told you too that you know what, do what feels good, bring your vibration up, like hang out with your friends, which you love doing, do the self care that you like doing, hang out with Shelby, do all these like things that are fulfilling to you that are easy for you to do. It's easy. It's easy for you to feel joy around these people and Mm. these things that you're doing, do that. And as you raise your vibration that way, the other stuff will come into place because it's all just energy. And it's, you know, one energy goes towards money. One goes towards relationship. One goes towards health. It all goes, it's all that. So if you can build the good feelings in the other categories that are easier to you and stay on that and keep your vibration up, it'll kind of automatically start attracting the rest too. Because when you're happy and you're glowing and you're doing really well because you're going with the flow of life, then when people see you, if relationships are a hard thing for you, they're going to be attracted to that energy. I think we've all experienced that, you know, it's like when, um, when I'm in a good mood and I'm in aligned Mm -hmm. and I'm just filled with abundance and joy and love. And I'm walking through the grocery store. I'm just, I'm noticing like people are looking at me. Why are they looking at me? Is there something on my face? What's going on? But it's, they, people can see and feel that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the past, to give you a personal example, in the past, I was, um, I had maybe a block over financial abundance and I was working in like, you know, in the corporate world where I was making a lot, but it was never, I never felt abundant because I was going against what was natural and fun for me. Right. But now I'm doing something that I actually love. I don't even think about what like abundance and money or any of that, because I'm just going with the flow of, I love doing this and magically things happen. Not magically. It's not even magic. It's just, you're going with the flow of like what you feel best in doing and not going against the grain. And that's why when it comes to our careers, people always say, do, do what you love. Yeah. And yeah. you don't feel like you're working a day in your life. Mm-hmm. I never understood that until now. <laughs> well, not now, like until yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I feel the exact same way. I feel very fortunate um, in my, my career choice. Okay. So a tool that you've helped me with Netta that I love, and I really want to share with everyone listening is you had me do post notes on my wall. Okay. So I'm, going to get really specific and talk about this for a second. So um, we had a three-month column on my wall, a six-month column, and a one-year column. And then I would put posted notes under each column of what I wanted to achieve at the three-month mark, at the six-month mark, and at the one-year mark. And I have it to the side of me um, when I'm working. So it's, you know, it's on my wall next to my desktop. So I actually look at it often. And, um, I wanted you to just talk through this a little bit because it's, it's actually been a really powerful exercise. Yeah. It's so simple, but it kind of takes the clutter of your to-do list and the overwhelming things that you need to get done. That's all in your head and puts it out in front of you in a very kind of attainable way, because when you're giving yourself, okay, this is something, these are someone's, I mean, some um, goals that I have that I prioritize that I can do in three months. These are things that I can logically do in six months. And these ones might take longer. So you're giving yourself that space and that um, kind of time to be able to get everything done in a way that is kind of less stressful for you too. And then as you get things done, you can take the post-its away and you feel this fulfillment of, okay, I'm getting things done at the same time. And it's not all up in your head either. Mm -hmm. And I just, 
I feel like, okay, with the law of attraction, the first step is asking. So in this way, you're, you're asking. And, and apparently there is this powerful thing about putting pen to paper and actually yeah, writing, writing it, it down. Yeah, but that's then why I say don't write it in your phone or text or anything like that. Really write it down with your own handwriting. There's something powerful about that. Yeah. And so, for example, under the three-month mark, I would have several different areas of my life. So, I mean, we could even talk about the wheel of life. So it could be um, finances, relationship, um, uh, spirituality is one. <laughs> spirituality, yeah. So all those different pieces. Where do you want to be, you know, in three months? Um, and so that's what I've done under, under each column is I've each piece of my life that I want to achieve something it's on there. It's on a post-it note. And what I love about this is, is it really helps me visualize on a regular basis, the woman that I'm becoming. And I honestly feel like I have recreated myself now and reinvented myself now a few times in my life, but this time quicker than ever because of this type of tool. Yeah. And you're so good at doing these things too. You don't just talk about it. You actually (laughs) take the tools and you apply it, which makes a huge difference, right? Someone can just be like, okay, yeah, this sounds great and write it down, but then they don't really do it and it doesn't work. And then you think it's not working, but when you actually put in the effort for it, it pays off. You, you got to do the work, but I've also, this is the difference now. And I'm going to go back to this piece is you know, since my twenties, I've been doing similar work, but I was so attached to the outcome. And if I didn't get exactly what I wanted, I would be so hard on myself. Yeah. And so now I'm going into this knowing that I want the best outcome for all. Um, and I'm not attached to the exact outcome because if it's not meant for me, then it's okay. And I feel like I also am talking to myself a lot kinder. So, you know, yeah. if, there's if acceptance and yeah. less, yeah. less judgment. Before there was this great judgment of if I don't keep succeeding, keep going up, up, up and no like regressing in any way, then that means I'm doing good. But now you have moments where, you know, you do maybe step back and fall back a little bit because something happens and it kind of stunts you a little bit. But you're not getting stuck in the self-shame or guilting yourself that, that, oh, I've been doing all this work, but I'm still doing this. Instead, you're thinking, hey, at least I'm catching it and I'll just go past it a little quicker than I did before. And that's still a win. It's not supposed to just be skyrocket, just going up all the time. Yeah. And I think a really good example would be, you know, since I was early 20s, I really wanted to get married. You know, and I remember my vision boards back then, they had a ring on it. They had the wedding dress on it, mm-hmm. they had the man and the white picket fence and the babies and all the things. And now, you know, I could be really hard on myself and say, huh, that was something that I really wanted. And I had it and then I lost it twice. Um, I'm not very good at this, but actually those outcomes were gifts in themselves and there was no loss in that. And it truly was the best outcome for all. Yeah. So now moving yeah. forward, by the way, I do not have wedding dresses on <laughs> my vision board. <laughs> Just to be clear, but um, I don't have that same. Attachment. And you might again one day, you might, might have again. it up there again. Yeah. That's okay. Everything. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, right now it's, it's, it's a connection that I'm looking for and not the stuff that comes with that um yeah. you know in in the 
um, you know, I guess I don't want to say real world, but you know, um, the standard things that come with that. I'm looking for just a passionate connection. That's it. And again, for the the greatest outcome for all and letting go and trusting that whatever happens is going to be. And what's the best way of attracting that passionate connection? Is to have that relationship with yourself first. Yeah. So yeah. you create it first and then it'll come to you. And that is what my experience has been lately. You know, the more I sit in meditation each morning, oh, it's 11.11 as I said this. This this means big. This Ooh. is the big point right here. <laughs> so I sit in meditation each morning, which Netta reminds me of, um, you know, this is a way to reconnect to myself and align with myself. And I mean, gosh, Netta, we got to do another separate talk just <laughs> meditation because that's a whole nother thing. But it has been a tool that you not only bring into our sessions, but it is also something that you encourage me to do on my own, especially first thing in the morning. And mm -hmm. um, this is my number one way of connecting to me and um, having that ultimate best relationship with me. Yeah. 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 It's your self-care. It's your self-care. And I can see myself also attracting really great people relationship-wise into my life. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about work. I'm talking about relationship, all of it. Um, so yeah, it's it's really interesting. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add? We've talked about a lot today. So just a few little tips, yeah. I guess. Mm -hmm. that if you want to get started with just making small changes that will pay off big, just start by when you wake up or when you're going to bed every night, saying thank you for a few things that you have, whether you have it or not, but that you really want to have. You just say thank you for it preemptively in a way. Like, oh, thank you for this amazing relationship. Thank you for this beautiful home. Thank you for this amazing vacation that I have planned. You know, just get used to thanking things before they're even there and <sighs> feeling like you already have it. I love that. And then also our subconscious works powerfully while we're asleep. So actually doing that before we go to bed is is a huge. Well, the cool part of it is when you start thinking before, and even Dr. Joe, you had mentioned Dr. Joe, he talks about living as if you already have the things that you want, right? And he says, don't worry about how it comes to you. That's up to the universe. You just live like you already have it, imagine it, kind of stay in the feelings of what it feels like if you today had everything that you want, and then let the universe work its way out. But the cool part is it's not the universe alone that's making it happen. You subconsciously, by thinking that you already have it and thanking and being grateful, which is a great energy and vibration to send out, by doing that, your daily life, you're going to subconsciously look for ways without even knowing it to make that outcome happen. So it's also you creating it with hmm. the universe, but you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I love that. And gratitude is definitely something that you've reminded me of. And even the situations where they were so hard to find any gratitude around, you you said, you know, even that guy from high school, you're like, get grateful yeah. because the universe gave you a gift here. Yeah. This, this didn't work out. And this is a gift. And you know what? It's been quite a few months now and it was a hundred percent a gift and I can see it yeah. now. I'm extra grateful for it. So, but at the time that was something that I practiced. And so it's, it's, this is such a fascinating journey. Okay. So just to recap, start your day with 
what you just said. First of all, meditation, visualizing your future, but also um, your future as your present, your future as your present, have those decals on the wall or post-it notes or lipstick on your mirror with positive affirmations that really speak to you that are going to reprogram the brain, but also envision the woman that you want to become. Um, Then when it comes to a vision board technique, have your vision board, but also those sticky notes with goals, three months, six months, one year from now, and get specific about each area of your life and the things that you want to achieve, but let go. I think that's been kind of our biggest message here today is, is let go of the attachment to all of this and let go of the outcome, trust the universe, trust that it's all going to come in divine timing, perfect timing, and trust that it's going to be the best outcome for all. Yeah. And pay attention to your thoughts and how you're speaking about the things that you have or want or, you know, want to attract in your life. And that's something stop stop telling the story of I only attract, you know, bad relationships. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I stop talking that way to yourself and in your thoughts and making that normalized. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love our sessions because you catch me still to to this Mm -hmm. day. It's been over a year that we've been seeing each other at least once a week, sometimes more, where you still catch me. You know, and I even just said in this episode, this guy rejected me. You're like, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't reject you. So, you know, I constantly need that reinforcement and remind reminder, but you know, the if we can be that for ourselves and, and, um, start catching those thoughts and, um, remind ourselves of, you know, the reality, um, and, and rather than these negative patterns of thinking or limiting beliefs, it's really powerful stuff. Yeah. And it takes time. It's like a muscle memory and you've had 40 some years of telling yourself all these other stories. So it's going to take some time and that's okay. Don't be you know, too harsh about it with yourself and just say, okay, cool, I'm doing this. But as of right now, I'm going to change this thought and change it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Slowly, it'll become second nature. And the more you do grateful journaling, the more you're looking for things to be grateful for on a daily basis, the more you're training to rewire your brain Mm -hmm. to become that that. person. And then to add to the list, the last thing that you said was um, get grateful at nighttime for the things that are about to happen for you the things that you want to happen um so like that trip or that relationship or the things i'm grateful for and saying it right here right now even for having it already manifested yet for having it already i love that and i actually don't know if i've heard you say that to me before you probably have and i've missed it but i'm gonna start practicing that because that is something i haven't been doing and i think that is a really powerful way to end the day Yeah, it is. And it feels good. Just keep feeling, just build on anything that feels good Mm. and trust that the more you build feeling good for yourself and feeling like grateful, I guess, um, the more you're going to attract more of that momentum. I love this conversation. This has been fantastic, Netta. Again, we could talk for hours and hours and hours, but I do think that we need to have you back at some point to talk about meditation because it is really a separate thing. Um, I'm sure. But yeah, I really just want to say thank you because I know you've um, devoted so much time to these episodes and it's such a gift to our listeners. 
Um, So thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with everyone. And also thank you just for all the work that you do for everyone, because I know you have so much heart and love and you just want to make this world a better place and it truly comes through in your work. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making all this possible and giving this platform to reach more people. And hopefully it helps as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And we both did our good little piece in there. Mm -hmm. I think we (laughs) definitely did. So um, you guys, I will put more in the show notes about Netta and if you want to reach out to her um, and uh, also a little bit more about the law of attraction. So check out the show notes. Have an amazing day and thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, Netta. Thank you. Want more? Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Simone N. Lovell, where I share daily lifestyle tips, recipes, workouts, and stuff that is going to make life a little more awesome. 